This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. And it's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for part two of the mailbag. So we welcome in the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all of that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbly. So let's jump right back into the mailbag. Next question comes in from at Soul Brother. He says, I know everyone is saying that Wilson fits the Shanahan offense better than Fields. But we all know coaches are here today and gone tomorrow. I don't think it's a good idea to draft Wilson just because you think he's a better fit for a particular scheme. Who's more versatile between the two? And this goes along with what CC716 says. He says, Zach Wilson is built to thrive in this offense. Jets should absolutely draft him at number two. That's my opinion, and I won't change it. (laughs) So let's unpack this, Chris. I actually do think that Wilson is more scheme-diverse for a couple of different reasons, and one of them you hit on earlier in the mailbag, which is that he's better at making plays off script and out of structure. I think he also is better inside the pocket. Fields is going to need some RPO concepts. I don't know that Wilson needs them. I'm sure there will be some for him because he's capable of executing them. But ultimately, the draw with Fields is that He does some things really, really well. Ball placement, very good. Accurate passer, big arm, great athlete, big kid, strong, all that. So his ceiling is through the roof. 
he's got to iron out some of his problems. Like you said, the off-structure stuff is probably not going to get all that much better, so that's a bit of a weakness. And then you look at the fact that he sometimes bails too early, and obviously he has a tendency to panic and make bad decisions or take bad sacks. Those are killers in the NFL. So if those things get ironed out, or at least don't become major weaknesses, he could be a really, really good quarterback in the NFL. With Wilson, I don't think he has as many weaknesses. He fits better in more systems. I don't think his upside is as high just because I don't think he's as physically gifted as Justin Fields, but he is a really good athlete who can run around. He's not going to be a running quarterback. I don't think Fields will be either. I think those two guys are guys that will run when they need to and can make plays that way when they need to, but I think that Wilson is the guy that at this moment fits more offensive systems, and I think he's the better overall prospect. Although, listen, I'm willing to defer to this coaching staff if they would prefer Fields because I like Fields a lot too. So sort of a dealer's choice, but to answer your question, based on what you're asking, I think Wilson would be the better pick, and I think Wilson would be the better pick anyway, personally. Yeah, so uh, this is where I'm at. Is, is something you just said at the end there, is I'm basically at these guys are all so good and so close to each other uh, that I'm just willing to ride with whatever Joe Douglas and before decide here. Um, I think at the end of the day, we're talking, like the, the question was, you know, you don't want to draft a quarterback just because he's a better fit in the system. And I get, I agree with that. Like, if you have three quarterbacks and one's graded at a 93, one's an 87 and one's a 77 and the 77 is a better fit in the offense, you're obviously not going to take that guy over the other guys. But um, when it's this close, because I, I have a feeling like at the end of all of this, when everyone's got their grades on that the, the these three quarterbacks we're talking about Wilson Fields and Trey Lance the scouts are going to have grades of like a 93 and 91 and a 90 on these guys. And some are going to have fields with the 93. Some are going to have Wilson with the 93 and some are going to have Lance with the 93. But when we're, we're talking about grades that close, then you're looking at the system as a tiebreaker. Now here's the other part of this equation here is this system is incredibly quarterback friendly. So this system is going to help all of the quarterbacks out. Any, any of those three would be helped by having this system. I do think Wilson is a better fit for this system. Uh, he will need to uh, get a lot better at his play fakes because his play faking situation is, is, is kind of gross. He's going to need to get a lot better at that. But also, at the same time, I'm going to keep saying this, and you guys are going to get so annoyed by me doing this if you aren't already, but Trey Lance is an even better fit for this system than Wilson is. Trey Lance was made for this. This is exactly the system that he should thrive in. Um, so if, I'm, if I was to choose just for the system, I'd go Trey Lance. But again, I think that you're going to be so close in grades and it's going to be preferences. Um, and, and and it's just going to be so close that I'm not going to be able to sit there and be like, oh, I can't believe you picked that one over this one. I'm just going to trust them and then we'll see how it plays out. And then I'll criticize them after the fact if it doesn't work because that's how it goes. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. 
From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Idris Ahmad. I hope I pronounced your name right. If not, let me know and I'll fix it the next time you ask a question in the mailbag. He says, how confident are you in Robert Salas' track record of turning mid to late draft picks into cornerstones of the team? For example, Fred Warner and Kerry Hyder. Well, Kerry Hyder wasn't a draft pick for them. They actually grabbed him off the Jets practice squad, ironically, and he helped turn him into a really good player. Dre Greenlaw, another example of a young player that was developed by Robert Sala. So Sala does have a track record of getting mid and late round players to perform up to the maximum of their ability and exceed what anybody expected. And certainly with Kerry Hyder, he was able to get somebody who is a well-traveled journeyman and turn him into a much better player than anybody saw So I'm pretty confident just based on his track record I would love to see what he could do With somebody that he grabs in the mid to late rounds Because obviously And we're going to get to this in a bit Because somebody asked a question about this The results last year in the mid rounds On the defensive side of the ball Were kind of mixed You got a good one when you're talking about Bryce Hall it looks like But Jabari Zaniga, eh, not quite so much. So I'm curious to see what Salah does with the players they pick this year and also if maybe he can do something with Jabari Zaniga. Yeah, well, the Zaniga thing will be interesting. Is there something that he could get out of there or is that just going to end up being a wasted pick? Um, Which, you know, happens all the time when a player gets drafted and then the next year there's a coaching change. Um But that's going to be interesting. I absolutely have confidence in him to do that. And don't get carried away with what I'm about to say here. Uh, But it's similar to a way that the Patriots go and acquire players for their defense. And Belichick's able to identify players who 
maybe they weren't as good in someplace else, but they can uh, play a role in his defense and they can excel doing that role in his defense. And Salah is able to identify people in a similar way. Um, and that's going to fit his scheme and what he needs out of that scheme. And he's, he's able to identify that. Um, and he, of course, is not, doesn't mean he's per, got a perfect track record there, but he knows what he wants. He knows exactly what he's looking for, the type of player, and that makes things easier uh, in some ways because uh, you don't have to go and look at, you know, uh, break things up in the same way. You just say, no, this guy is a better fit. He does everything we want. We're looking for in this position, whether strong side linebacker, out, uh, middle linebacker, you know, the the speed rusher on the end there. Whatever it is, he has very specific goals for what he wants out of that player. And he can identify that and say, you will thrive in our system. And I absolutely uh, have confidence in that. And, you know, you brought up the Joe Douglas, the draft last year, but then you can also look at what he did with John Franklin Myers, what he did with someone like Bryce Huff. Now, how will they work And this one? But you can think that they'll both be able to identify other people and not just through the draft, through free agency, through, uh, you know, waivers from other teams. <clears throat> okay, this guy wasn't a good fit on this team. He didn't work out on that team, but he can fill this role that we need. And I think the combination of those two guys will be able to do that much better than anything that the Jets have done over the past decade. Uh, you know, that the Jets have been able to get one or two of those guys every so often, but not enough of a stable. And I, I think the chances between Joe Douglas and Salah, I think that they know more exactly what they're looking for than other coaches in the past have for the Jets. They haven't had such clear defined uh, things that they're looking for. They're looking for a little bit more uh, versatility and things like that. It's not quite the same. I, I do have confidence that Salah will be able to continue doing that. Next question comes in from Phil Accio. He says, should there be any concern for Douglas's round three and four picks? I have no hope for Morgan, Pirine, or Zuniga ever being anything, and Clark couldn't even get one snap as a rookie. I know it's only been one year, but it's still uninspiring. Five picks in rounds three through four. You'd like a couple of solid starters. Well, one thing that I will say is getting Bryce Hall, if he continues on the trajectory that he seems to be on, helps ease the pain a little bit of what you're talking about. But I agree. I didn't love those picks at all. I like Clark. That's the only one I liked, and we'll see. Maybe the new coaching staff can get something out of him. My problem with P. Ryan is that he's a jag. He doesn't do anything specifically well. A guy like him is a dime a dozen. He's just a roster filler, and it was a weird pick to me in the spot where they grabbed him. I didn't like Zaniga at all. I know that he's a good athlete, and he flashed at times, but I just thought it was way too high to pick him, and they had other players on the board that would have been better. And then you look at Morgan, I don't really understand what the point of that was unless Joe Douglas saw him as a potential future starter that he could build up. And maybe the fact that the Patriots supposedly loved him a lot, there was a little bit of chess going on where he wanted to keep him away from the Patriots. But yeah, those picks aren't looking great right now. Cam Clark is the only one that I have hope for. But yeah, you definitely would like to see better results 
in those rounds because it's going to be important going forward. If Denzel Mims turns out to be a really nice player, if Makai Becton turns out to be a really nice player, that's great, but you do have to hit on picks in the mid-rounds. As I said, if Hall continues to play well, then that'll ease the pain a little bit, but it's just one draft, so don't get carried away. Don't worry too much, but you definitely do want to see better results from rounds three and four in future drafts from Joe Douglas. Yeah, I also want to throw Ashton Davis's name in there too because uh, while I don't think you can really count Ashton Davis as a win yet, um, I I do see potential for that to become a win. Uh, I saw enough from him this year that, yeah, he took some bad angles on some stuff, but rookie safety in the NFL, man, that's a tough uh, learning curve there. So I, I do think that Ashton Davis uh, in a year or two can be at, could possibly be added as a win here. But I, I agree with you. We talked about it during the draft as it was happening. I didn't like any of those picks except for Cameron Clark. And But one thing I'll say about Clark is I wouldn't hold anything that – him not getting any reps or playing time this year. I wouldn't even stress about that. That's nothing. I'm not saying you can expect to count on him going forward, but he was drafted as a project. They they, they drafted him with the intention to redshirt him. So I don't think that you can really look at that and be like, he couldn't even get on the field. That's what a bust. No, he wasn't really supposed to get on the field. Um uh, that doesn't mean that he won't end up being a bust, but right now it's an incomplete. It's not a, it's not a D. It's not. It's just an incomplete. That was their plan. Um, at the James Morgan pick, I hated it at the time. Uh, I was going to make a, a joke about the Patriots being the reason why, but it could have also been a, a Adam Gase pick. He could have just thrown that to him. Um, at the Zaniga pick. I didn't like at the time, and uh, you know I'm not holding out hopes for. But there, it's possible. Um, again, definitely not banking on anything there. But we'll have to wait and see what he looks like. And again, he got he had injuries during training camp this off season. This training camp was so weird. Uh, so he, his uh, progress got delayed. I I think we're closer to an incomplete on him too. Though, again, I didn't like it at the time, so I don't have high hopes. And then the Pirine, yeah, the Pirine didn't make sense to me either because I'm like, yeah, go ahead and grab Pirine in the sixth. Okay, cool. I'm fine with that. But even at the time, I was like, no, he's he's like a, a sixth-round pick type of guy. Like, he's he's a fine running back, but he's, like you said, he's a jag. He's just a guy there. Um, <clears throat> going forward, yeah, you're going to need more than that there. Uh, but, again, with – just the uh, the James Morgan pick is close and defensible, but again, I don't know exactly what the thinking there was. Um, so, and then the Cam Clark again incomplete. So, really, the two big problems are Zaniga and P Ryan, and yeah, they're they're problems. But like you said, if you get Beckton, Denzel Mims hits, and then uh, Bryce Hall and Ashton Davis both creep to wins, that's a pretty good first uh, draft. Um, he's going to have to get better at to do it, but yeah, I, it's just, it just feels weird to me to be sitting here of everything that jets have gone through as an organization the last 10 years just seems really weird to me to sit here and like try to nitpick 
Joe Douglas's first draft after just one season in this crazy weird season where Adam Gase was the coach as coronavirus is going on. Uh, it, it just seems weird to like really pick it apart like that to me. Um, I, I totally get the concerns. I am far not saying he's anything close to perfect in this area. He's going to need to improve, but it just feels weird. Just like trying to, it, it feels like you're trying to look for something to, uh, peg Joe Douglas with when it's really just give him some more time. There's some things that he's done well, some things that he needs to do better. The, you know, the Robbie Anderson uh, decision of free agency is most glaring. Um, but it it's a learning process for him too. Uh, he's He's got to make some mistakes, get it out of the system and learn as well. Before we run today, I just want to talk about a Twitter poll that I put up yesterday. And I thought this was interesting because we talk a lot about Deshaun Watson and there was a lot of talk about Matthew Stafford. There's even some talk about Russell Wilson, but nobody's really talking about Dak Prescott and whether or not he could be available. So I posed this question on Twitter and the results were fascinating to me. I said, Let's say the Jets don't get Deshaun Watson and the Cowboys decide to make Dak Prescott available in a trade. The Jets call the Cowboys. They get permission to speak to Dak. They're able to work out the basic parameters of a contract. So everything's set. All they have to do is work out a trade. They hammer out a deal, and here's the asking price. The Jets would flip the second pick for the 10th pick, so move back eight spots, and give up the 23rd pick in the draft, Seattle's pick, And they would get Dak Prescott. Now, that would value Dak Prescott at number 10 and number 23. Because according to the draft value chart, moving up from number 10 to number 2 is basically the equivalent of giving up the 10th overall pick. So the value of moving up 8 spots from 10 to 2 is the 10th pick in the draft. So it would be two first rounders, one of which would be in the top 10. I think that's a reasonable price for Dak Prescott. He's going to be 28 years old this summer. So he's two years older than Deshaun Watson, but he's still several years younger than Russell Wilson and several years younger than Matthew Stafford. So I put that out there on Twitter and I wasn't exactly sure what the results were going to be. But as of now, and I want you to vote when you hear this because the poll will still be up. The results are almost split completely evenly at 50-50. I thought it made a lot of sense because it would give you a top 10 quarterback who's in his prime. You'd have to pay him. That's the downside. But you would be able to do it while still having a pretty fair amount of draft assets. You'd have to drop down from number two to number 10. And the obvious benefit here for the Cowboys would be that they would be able to use that number two pick to pick the instant replacement for Dak Prescott. They're up against the cap. Things are rough there. They could get Fields or Wilson or even Trey Lance, plug him right in on a cheap five-year rookie deal, and then they wouldn't have to stress so much about paying the rest of the guys that are coming up as free agents and, of course, having to release guys to get underneath the cap. So I thought it was a cool theoretical to throw out there from both ends of the spectrum. Remember, you're talking about number 10 and number 23 for Dak Prescott. So one really high first-round pick and one, I guess you would say late, but not too late first-round pick. I was curious what everybody would say about it. As I said, as of now, it's almost 50-50, which is crazy to me. So go vote. I want to hear what you have to say, and we're going to talk about it on next week's mailbag, the results, because I want to get Chris's thoughts on it. But 
I don't really want to dive into it with him until we get your votes. So go over there right now. What do you think? Would you rather go with the young gun at number two if they can't get Watson and then use the assets like number 23 to try and build around that guy? Or would you want to invest the money and the draft assets to go and get Dak Prescott? The theoretical is up there right now. It's a poll on my Twitter at play like a jet one. And with that, We will conclude part two of the mailbag. We'll be back with part three tomorrow. In the meantime, make sure that you're checking out Chris on Twitter at CNimbly and at Jets Insider and reading his very big deal work over at JetsInsider.com. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.